Hey everyone and welcome to But That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Lantrip, where I interview people about any opinion they have on any topic of their choice. So thanks for joining me again this week, guys. Really appreciate it. This week I got a good friend of mine, Brandon Allen. He's coming on to talk about uh, fandom and fans that may act like you have the same kind of fan, they have the same kind of fandom, but tone and pretty much our problem is we have me and him we both have fandom kind of in the same places that we it's it's pretty big fandom uh in our music and when it comes to certain nerd aspects of life like comic books or movies or stuff like that and what we've been noticing over the past few years is a lot of people saying they're a fan but not really knowing as much as a fan should from our perspective And so we kind of go over what we think is like a person who's trying to be a fake fan and like pretty much how to separate fake fans from just like beginning fans and how fans should react if they are, if they run into these kind of people. Because us, we realized us as longtime fans aren't always open to new fans and we got to be better at that as well. So... It's a fun conversation. We talk about music, movies, comic books, that different stuff. It's just a good time. Yeah, really glad he was finally able to get on. And I hope you guys enjoy the interview as much as I did. So for my opinion this week, it's just going to be more of a recommendation. Uh, There's a new Netflix series called Hip Hop Evolution. It's only four episodes long. It's about four hours of your time. But I highly suggest it if you're into rap, hip-hop, anything like that. It's it's a really cool docuseries about the beginnings of hip-hop. It goes from the very beginning in like the disco era all the way through to pretty much like the 90s gangster rap movement. I'm not sure if they're going to come out with more. I really hope they do. But it pretty much shows where hip-hop came from and how it morphed into what it is today. But the best part is, it's told by all the people who were making the music. It's not some guy just like, oh, and then this is what happened, and then this. They're literally interviewing the DJs, the rappers, everyone who was involved in these big groups that pretty much revolutionized the world of hip-hop. They're interviewed, and it's their enti- it's their side of the story. It's what they see happen as the people involved making it happen at the time. I thought it was really good. I was very enthralled. So I highly suggest watching that. So I hope you guys check that out. And uh, let's get into the interview with Brandon. That was a print, but like I missed it. Yeah. And uh, my friend, or you know Kevin. Yeah. Kevin got me, got his sister to take the picture just blow it up at our work oh, nice. so now i have it in a frame <laughs> but it's uh it's three different things and the first one's the wooden skateboard and he's in like converse and then underneath that is the hoverboard and he's in the nikes or no underneath that he's in like regular shoes and like his regular skateboard and underneath yeah. that is the hoverboard and he's in nikes oh that's sick. so i really like that print but i wish it was like an actual print yeah yeah, I mean, it's hard for a lot of these stuff to try to get them. But, I mean, if you're not at the show for half the stuff I like, it's gone. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's cool because it's, I have it. Yeah. But if you, like, look really close, it's kind of pixelated. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you don't have, I mean, at least from far away, it looks fine. Like, any of these, if you're, like, looking at this distance, you know, yeah. I'm sure it'd be fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I have some that are like, like that Nakatomi Plaza one I have, you have to get really close to study all the stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, cause it's pretty much a blueprint. It's that big one over there. Oh yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause there's a bunch of different things. Like there, and so it's, this is actually like a variant. It was normally like a blueprint. So it was all blue instead of gray. <clears throat> There's like each section it has like each cop car labeled and like the different floors <laughs> of like who dies on what floor and that's funny. Yeah. But that's cool. I like art like that though. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten anyone really to come on and talk about that yet. I'm trying to find like someone else that I know that's like a big collector of it like me. But I I do have a friend at work that I could probably get on to talk about it cuz like we come at it from different approaches. Yeah. Like I do the more pop culture reference stuff and he does like you know, the comic book artists and the different artists that mm. he likes and he likes to get originals from them. So it's like he gets, ori- he gets, you know, creator own stuff from people that I, and then I'm like on the opposite where I'm getting stuff of those creators from other people. I'm sure he spends like way more money because like original prints from like directly from comic book artists. Like I see them at Comic-Con all the time and they're so much money. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't go for like the top guys. I mean, he'll get prints from those guys. He normally gets originals from like smaller people. So it's like two, oh, 300 okay. for, you know, an eight by 10. Excuse me. Which isn't that bad. That makes more sense because mm-hmm. I've been there and seen like original page from Jack Kirby and it's oh, like well, $2,000 yeah. and I'm well, like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Stuff like that's going to be crazy um i mean obviously the bigger the person the bigger the bigger the price point yeah (laughs) which is why i'm happy to have some of the mike mitchell stuff i have behind you because that online just immediately goes there's people that flip them constantly and it's kind of it's really it sucks um but they know people want them yeah they know people want them but the artists like when i show artists like my walls like like i've shown you know mike mitchell and scott c my walls at comic-con before because they take pictures before going on they're like Dude, that's awesome. I love seeing my stuff displayed because there's so many times within a day I'll see it. Like before I leave Comic-Con, some of my stuff's already up on eBay. And I've seen times where they're, they've actually like actively gone after people. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, um, <clears throat> with him, he did a Just Like Us subscription thing. So the, like the little guys that you see, um, he did a su- subscription one. And so you just pay like 365 bucks at the beginning of the year and you get like 11 to 12 you pretty much get one new one a month and you can only get this one if you're in the subscription he's not going to sell it anywhere else yeah which is awesome yeah exclusive stuff like that is really cool yeah and it's a time everything's an addition of whatever you know how many people have bought the subscription and he and he put up there like when he first announced it if i see this on ebay after i ship this i will find out who you are and i will cancel your subscription and you will not get your money back damn yeah that's good though yeah no which is awesome it makes it totally worth it exactly it's like these are not for resale these are for people who truly enjoy my art and people who want to display it whatever they want to do with it but it should it's not to be sold this isn't something for you to flip real easy yeah so when i saw that i was like good for you man good for you seriously like i i would i would totally appreciate artists like that like it's so much better it makes it more personal for you yeah like it's great because it shows that he like appreciates his fans and not just the people that are looking to make money off of him yeah exactly and some of the stuff i've had to god i've spent like three days just trying to get certain pieces before like that ewok piece yeah oh my gosh that was so hard to get like i was literally like lining up at like four in the morning just trying to get there and i was like 
you know, and he was only doing like 25 a day for the first three days. And I was like number, I didn't get it till the last day. And I was like, like third from last. Jesus. Yeah. So imagine me trying every day and being like two to five away. And then finally on the last day being almost gone. Like by the time I get there, if I would have. Well, you got really lucky. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I mean, like, I, like, on Saturday, I was just like, I'm getting, the, I mean, this was like two, three years ago, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. It was <laughs> trying like to get that, some, man. yeah. Trying to get some of the stuff is it's like living Black Friday every day. Yeah. It kind of is. I mean, when you collect stuff like that, you kind of have to be like on it or else yeah. it's gone. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if I miss it, I miss it. I'm not going to be too sad. It's like, oh, you know, I tried, but. Otherwise, you know, I mean, if I get it, I'm happy. It's going to get displayed. But if I miss it, I'm just hoping, you know, as long yeah. as someone else does the same thing I do, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I can always go online and look at it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a problem. Yeah. But it's it's nice knowing that, like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more self-gratification yeah. than anything. But I'm, <laughs> never, really I'm never too bummed if something sells out before I get to it. I'm just like, oh, man, that sucks. I really wanted that. Whatever. Oh, you have a bunch of other cool stuff I like? Yeah, I'll still support you. Yeah. It's not like you're like really upset. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of people like, oh, you you have this one? No, it sold out. Oh, okay, and then just walk away. Like they just want the certain one. I'm like, oh, you don't have it? All right, well, uh, oh, that one's really cool. Let me get that one too. You know? I mean, yeah, that's what I do with bands and their shirts. Like, yeah. I look at them and it's like, oh, I really want this shirt. Oh, sorry, we're out of your size. I'm like, well, yeah, this one in my size. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not like I'm just gonna give up. And like, no. I, it's like I if I like the band enough, of course, I'm still gonna buy something off them. Yeah, exactly. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, as you've heard so far, uh, we got my good friend Brandon Allen on here. Hi. Uh, we were fraternity brothers for four years. Well, technically, we still are fraternity brothers. Yeah, it that never, doesn't never, never never really stops. End. It's like blood brothers now. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> um, but today, uh, I've been trying to get him on for a while. We both have crazy film work schedules. Um, and finally, Thanksgiving break, so probably gonna be like recording three this week thankfully <laughs> yeah. i'm happy i'm i'm thankful that i have time off yeah seriously i just worked um 12 days straight over 130 hours that's insane i had to spend a saturday at work from 3 30 p.m to 4 a.m that sounds awful and it was during ufc 205 <laughs> The only thing I really have to complain about my work is cleaning up after kids since it's like they're juniors. Yeah. And they're they have a lot more fun with them. So Yeah. I mean it's, more messes. Yeah, kids in a kitchen, you're not gonna especially on a show like that where it's already kind of a high stress level. Something drops, they're not it's gonna be like, It's okay. Someone else is gonna clean up. It's fine. You gotta you gotta be a little nicer to the kids. Yeah, and then it's like you just see them and you're just like, Please don't fuck that up like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be the one that has to clean it. But, you know, I guess that's my job. Yeah. That's what you get paid paid to do. Yep. Just a glorified janitor. janitor. <laughs> hey, everyone's going to start somewhere. True. And there's got to be janitors in the world. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all have to clean up after ourselves. And who wants to do that? No one. Yep. But I that's why we got you. <laughs> don't want to clean up after other people, but that's okay. Well, today, I kind of forgot what we were talking about. Something about, oh, right, the fake nerds. Yeah. Like a, so, a fake fake fan, yeah, fa fan. So, I guess this, I'm assuming this doesn't just apply to like comic books. And no, like things. any sort of fandom, like comics, sports, movies, like any of that. Yeah, and knowing the uh, so me and Brandon really bonded over the type of music we listen to. 
um, which you just heard me and Kyle Clark go on probably most of the episode last week. so yeah a lot of the bands i listen to you'll hear brandon and i have the same opinion on and he's actually gotten me me into a lot more bands and when we go to shows there's definitely a lot of fake fans out there yeah and it's it's funny how like times change and things like that because it's like growing up we would like i i would i know i would go to shows and see people displaying so many other different type of band shirts than the one they were seeing oh this this argument yeah but it's like now you go there and you just see people who are wearing the shirt of the band they're going to see and i mean in a way it makes sense because it's like you don't go to a san francisco giants game wearing like a dodger jersey just because it's a different baseball jersey like no yeah that's showing support for another team yeah there i get what you're saying um sorry finish your thought no no okay um yeah i get it i there's some because I, I i started going to shows maybe around the same time as probably i don't know probably somewhere around the same time i started going like sixth grade i mean they weren't as heavy as some of the stuff we go to <laughs> now but still even back then even in like the pot like you know the kind of like middle school pop punk yeah. scene it was still like you don't wear t-shirts of the band and this for anyone out there this is like some weird rule in our scene that it's completely unwritten it's completely unwritten and you just used to get made fun of it shows for it and we just kind of came from that time and now people just started doing it so much you can't really say anything anymore it's, it's also funny because it's like nobody that's our age does that it's mm-hmm. everybody that's at least like somewhere between i don't know five to ten years younger yeah, that or anyone our age has never really been in the scene before. They never yeah. started going to those types of shows until later. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's like it's coming just back us to being like the bitchy about it. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but like coming back to the fake fan thing, it's like I I remember like looking at those kids and being like, "Is this guy a poser? Like, because does he like not know any other bands on the scene? So is that why he's wearing this shirt?" But it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess it is a weird thing where it's like. You wear a certain band t-shirt or like wear something that you don't wear anyone on the show because A, it shows you have more knowledge of just the bands on this bill or maybe just one band on the bill. You're not there for just them. And it shows you're probably going to more likely engage throughout the whole thing. Yeah. You're more likely to pick up on the bands that you don't know yet. And which I find, which I always like, but most of the time what we kind of complain about and you kind of see it when they wear like certain t shirts or whatever of the band they're there to see they usually i would say 75 percent of the time don't care about the opening bands yeah it's totally true they're there to see who they want to see and they'll like purposely get there later because they're just like oh i don't know who any of these bands are playing before them i just want to see who i want to see yeah so it's like does that mean that they just what does that mean for them yeah and exactly exactly and you know, growing up, and what I always appreciate about going to shows is bands bring out other bands that they want, that they like, that they yeah, listen to. exactly. So if you like this band and they listen to this, you'll probably like them too. It's just funny because there is a rule, or not really like a rule, but more than likely a band will not bring out a band that sounds too close to them. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I guess it just like gives more attention to that other band or like will draw their fans away. Yeah, I don't know what like the rule is with that exactly. But they'll bring similar bands, and more than likely, you're going to be into these bands. Although, yeah. I do have to say, when I went to the, the San Diego show, yeah. I watched Moose Blood, yeah. and I was I was not really that into I've them. listened to them before. They're kind of like that. They're like 
even emo or the modern baseball. Yeah. And modern baseball is like the perfect line. They're like a combination of modern baseball and like trying to be citizen title fight rolled into like one band. That's what it's or like basement. <laughs> what you can't see is I just rolled my eyes and bowed my head because I am very sad that basement is still popular. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I'm not really they're just a straight title fight rip off. Yeah, essentially. Stupid fake bands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, I think, where our first experience with all these like fake fans, because you'll see, like, I'll go and sometimes I'll know a few songs, so I'll stay in the back and I'll sing those songs. Like, I don't go up front for bands I don't know, but you'll see people who do that. Like, I need to be up front for this one song and that's it. And it's like, no, get out. Let the real fans who you know every word who are going to lose their voice by the end of the night get up there. Yeah, I mean, like, State Champs, I'm not a huge fan of State Champs, but it's like, I like one song by them, but you don't see me up there, like, getting it to them. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I'm glad they're playing this song. Yeah, like, any, and especially if there's, like, bands where I haven't listened to them in a while. Yeah. when the, If they're doing, like, that whole album that I used to know, yeah, I'll go up. But otherwise, if it's just like, like, when we saw Motion City with Wonder Years, I knew half their songs. I didn't know all of them, but I wasn't up front. I was in the back just chilling and singing along and having Talking fun. My ear off. <laughs> Sorry, you weren't there for like three hours. I had to entertain myself with beer somehow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think the best part about going to shows with Brandon, just so everyone knows, is I drink. Brandon is straight edge. <laughs> so I get really hyped when we go to shows and then I start drinking. I don't get I don't get drunk usually. No. But I get a I get like get a, a good, good level. Buzz. Yeah, yeah, like I'm having fun. It's nothing too bad. But I just start talking. And I just talk. And, talk. <laughs> and I feel real bad after I feel real bad the next day when everything wears in. I'm like, Oh, I should have shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just want you to know that. I do feel bad after. I appreciate that. <laughs> which is why I don't really get mad. Yeah. But and it's never like anything stupid. I just know random tidbits about bands and that don't mean anything, but I just yeah. feel they're important at the time. So what I'm wondering is that can you be into a band and be considered a true fan if you don't know things like album titles or like song names? Oh, because I don't, I don't I think, think so. Really? Yeah. You certainly believe that? Because I know people that may not know album titles or song names, but they know every lyric. Huh. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Now that you put it like that, because to me, like, you know, the albums and you know, the song titles, that's why you know all the words. Yeah. Well, some people just don't know the song titles, but they'll know every word of the song and be like, yeah, I love this song. I just forget what it's called. And then it's like, normally they're like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, this song, you don't know what it's called, but then they start like singing it and getting it to it. I'm just like, oh, you actually do know this song. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, I guess at a certain point, if it's not just one song, yeah. it's like, oh, this is that song I like. I remember now that they're partway into it. If they're doing it the whole time, then yeah, I guess so. I mean, just if you know the band and you know, if you can sing along to pretty much every song, I guess that counts, even if you are dumb enough not to remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense because like, you know, some people will put on a track and then listen to it and really like it, but I think it also is like a level of how much you're into whatever it is. Cause yeah. it's like, I am a music lover. I love music. Mm -hmm. So if I'm listening to a band, I'm, I'm like, Oh, what's this album called? Like, what's the song called? I want to yeah. know so I can, I can listen to it more. But some people are like, Oh, 
I really like this song. And they'll memorize the lyrics, but not really go any further because maybe they're just not like that into music. I get that. I would say you're more fan of the song than you are the band at that point. Okay. I mean, if you if you know the whole album, but you can't remember the song titles, A, get yourself checked for memory loss. <laughs> um, <laughs> take some alpha brain or something. I don't know. <laughs> um so I mean I guess that'd be the kind of the only case, but like if you're just I would say that if you're if you just like one or two songs but you don't really listen to the rest, you're not a fan of the band, you're a fan of those songs. Yeah, I guess that would make more sense. Yeah. So don't get up front with us while we're singing every word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I I guess I've never I I've, I've never encountered that. You know, anyone that we really go to shows with and hang out with, we know you know, we yeah. know all of it. Like every when I kind of fall into this category when I go to every time I die shows. I don't know all the words. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to understand most of the words in hardcore. <laughs> it's real hard. Um, but, you know, I know the songs. And when they say, like, oh, this is the song up next, I know how it's going to go. So I remember titles. I would say I'm actually better with albums and titles than I am than with, with lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. Um, but so, like, when I go to certain shows where I know I'm not going to know every lyric just because I can't distinguish them because I just, I don't know, I haven't trained my ear to figure out lyrics like that yet <laughs> i stand in the back you know like I, w- I was at the regent seeing every time i die and i just stayed upstairs i didn't get down in the pit or anything but i was singing along to all the songs i knew yeah you know i knew pretty much every song i just didn't know all the words yeah i mean it's like i i do the same like uh i'll stand in the back for a band that i kind of know and like i know a few songs too and i'll mm-hmm. just like i'll lip it like yeah. i'm not like in the back just that's another thing that annoys me at shows when people are like wanting to sing real loud but they're all the way in the back just standing behind you where everyone's quiet and just chilling and it's just like dude like get up front like why are you why yeah. are you back here go have fun i do that every once in a while do you really <laughs> sometimes not all the time not all the time but we're also usually not in the back the whole time yeah it's like uh yeah i uh well at least be in the middle when i do that yeah that's true so that where works. like there it's kind of like that transition area where it's like we're too old to be up there but we still like the band <laughs> exactly and it's funny because i'll find myself like being like i'm i'm probably just gonna sit out for this one and then the band comes on and it's like i don't want to sit out for this no one. no no, no. Like there's been plenty <laughs> there have been plenty of times where me and you're like yeah what you hear first chord hits and we're you're just like let's go <laughs> <laughs> one of us will usually initiate and we're like yeah i know this is happening yeah it happens I think that happened during Newfound Glory this year. Yeah, it definitely did. Because I was like, oh, I'm just going to stand back and watch. And then the second they went off, I was like, I need to get up yep, there. Yep. And then I got a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> I did not feel hard. Dude, I did not feel good for like a good hour. Ugh. That was bad. Sat there. Yeah. Found some shade. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> God. I got ice packs, ibuprofen, shade, water. I was good. I just I just had to be careful the rest of the day. <laughs> I think Jordan said that that was like one of the hottest sets that they had played on oh, the Warp Tour. Oh, like just crowd going off? Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Like, well, also just like the heat. Like, oh, really? It was incredible. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. Really? I thought it was awful. And he even said it was hot. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, see, that's the... I, I used to go to, like, my first, like, six Warp Tours were all in, like, 102 to 106 degree heat on asphalt. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, so I'm not used to that. Everyone's like, like, man, Pomona, Ventura, yeah, where it's like nice and cloudy all day. Oh God, Ventura is a godsend for what I used to do. Yeah, it really is. I would imagine. Yeah, so like everyone's out in Pomona, and they're like, it's hot. I'm like, 
Yeah, it's hot just because I'm old and out of shape now for this scene. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't think it was too bad. I was like, yeah, I'm in the middle of a crowd. It's going to be hot. The sun's coming down in the middle of the day. Whatever. At least we're on grass. Yeah, that's true. So that's how I, at least that's how I took it this year. But yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely. Oh, yeah. When you go around Warp Tour, though, seeing a lot of people. I don't know. Warp Tour is an interesting case because you get a lot of people, at least at specific shows, it's way more easy to see. But I think Warp Tour is supposed to be more of a showcase, so it's kind of more acceptable. Yeah, it really is because you can't really, like, there's such a mix of fans of everything there. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I'm there sporting a hardcore t-shirt, but I'm, like, listening to all the pop punk bands. Yeah. Because I'm into both. Yeah. And the hardcore bands you like don't usually play Warped. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but then you'll see kids like, oh, you know, they just happen to wander by a stage and they really like the music and they get into it and whatever. Which I think yeah. is really cool. Like, I don't necessarily, I don't like frown upon that at all because it's just like, no, if you like getting some. into that and it's yeah. like, okay, sure, you're wearing a fucking Beartooth shirt, but like... <laughs> You want to listen to Knuckle Puck? That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's cool. Hey, I do that. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Is this just going to become shit on Matt's music day? <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, I guess it's it's interesting. I think we've just kind of we grew up at a time where it was more right to be snobby. It was like yeah. be open but be snobby at the same time. It was it's weird. It's really weird because then there's other kids you know it's like oh you got you don't like all these up and coming guys, but I've talked to people they're like oh yeah state champ someone who was like maybe three years younger than us, dude state champs is awesome. Uh, one of the years they're kind of you know like yeah. some of their older stuff. It's like what <laughs> and like someone who's like yeah I like the you know oh I really like state champs and I we keep using state champs because they're like the hot thing. And pop yeah, they're right pretty now. popular at the moment. But they're just a, they're a very bad story so far, knockoff. I can see that. They Honestly, that's what they sound and look like to me, is just like a bad version of that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's like, I feel like the Wonder Years were, they were that band that pop punk was kind of dying out and it wasn't like so hot at the moment. And then they came out with the upsides. Yeah. And that just drove so many bands to like be like, you know what? We can make this work again. Yeah, well, especially because Newfound Glory went, you know what? We're going to try to revitalize it, bring all these people who we think yeah. have a really big future. And like that pop punk's not dead to her. Probably is the reason everything's as big as it is today. Yeah, also true. I yeah. think it's kind of funny because it's like uh, Set Your Goals co-headlined that. And I think they were kind of dying out at the time. Yeah. But it's I think them stopping has given them so much of a boost because now when they only play like every so often people are like shit i want to go to that set your goal show because they don't play anymore yeah i mean it definitely helps but um it definitely helps they they're definitely one of those bands who just got caught in the wrong time and so now it's like yeah okay we still have that following if we come back maybe the time is right now yeah but there are definitely other bands mainly basement who just go away and then decide to come back just because title fight put out a new album (laughs) (laughs) exactly huh they put a new album let's put it on now hey guys we should reunite and get some money (laughs) exactly oh god i had to i like walked in while they were playing at chain fest yeah just immediately walked inside it's like (laughs) i where can i not hear this music right now (laughs) (laughs) so mad i miss citizen 
Yeah. Oh God, that was such a good set. And I've missed title fight every time I've been out here since like 2010. Yeah, because you didn't go with me to that show. Nope. And they like never come out here. Anymore. No, it's they don't. They don't. And it's and so yeah. Anytime they come out here, whatever the ticket costs, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to go next time. Hopefully, yeah. I'm not doing something like out of state or some weird shit like that. That always happens. Yeah. Well, you were in Vegas this time, right? Yeah, I was working in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in the music scene, at least just for our scene, it's kind of we're just snobs and uh yeah, that's how we that's, grew up that way <laughs> yeah we grew up we were taught that way by every all the older kids that it's we like learned i'm trying from. to be more accepting now of things and it's like it's like i get it yeah i mean there are certain times where like you can get it and it's like okay yeah sure whatever like you're a 14 year old girl i'm not gonna expect too much from you exactly but then when they see like 18 year old dudes doing the same thing i'm just like come on yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> be, be a better person than that be give give other people a chance and I think that's I think that's probably one of the biggest things about being fake fan in any scene. You don't give others a chance. Being a fan of something or being a true fan of someone means you are willing to get offshoots of it. Yeah. I think also what it, like you can be really passionate about something if you're like a really true fan. Mm-hmm. So it's like seeing somebody come in and maybe not be as knowledgeable as you about it, but they're just like starting to be. Yeah. The second they fuck up and make a mistake about something that you're like, you're like, no, that's wrong because you're just, it, the passion's there. Yeah. So you're just like, you want to correct them, but it doesn't necessarily click in your head that you're just like, well, actually you don't know anything. I should be like trying to help you, not, yeah. not immediately correcting you. Oh yes. As, as I've discovered over the past year and a half, diving into the wrestling community head first, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is very rampant. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I definitely have to tread water around like wrestling shows and stuff. Cause it's just like, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to talk to my buddy who knows I'm like, I have one buddy who pretty much got me like into everything I'm into now yeah. wrestling wise. Cause he caught me like literally like a month after I started rewatching it. And so he just, sent me head first into a wrestling pool, you know? And so now I know, I know a lot and I can actually, you know, people, up. yeah, I can keep up. I can talk to other people about a lot of stuff. I'm still not near the level as other people are, especially on forums and Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. The yeah. internet, if you're like just getting into something like that, like avoid comments, only from. read articles. <laughs> yeah. Avoid commenting at all cost. Um, or just have really thick skin. Yeah, which is definitely something I grew up with. <laughs> yeah. Or I had to learn. Not didn't have it at first. I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, so I mean, even crossing over into like nerd culture and pop culture and stuff like I mean, there have been times, you know, like I like to talk comic books with people. I'm still n- I'm not near as knowledgeable. No, me neither. Like I know a lot about comics, but yeah. like I couldn't tell you. Like, do you see Doctor Strange? I have not yet. I saw Doctor Strange and I thought it was really good. Yeah. I don't know if somebody else who's like actually read it would have a different opinion than I would do. I have a buddy who, but he's also like pretty forgiving on a lot of stuff, thought it yeah. was really good. But yeah, he's been. So it's just like, I mean, I couldn't tell you the first thing about Doctor Strange other than he's like a sorcerer. Yeah. That's all I really know because I've never really read his comics. But on the other hand, I could tell you a shit ton about Batman. Does yeah. it make me like not a nerd or not into comics or something like that? Just because I can't tell you about like one character? No, I definitely don't think that. I think also when it comes to especially comics, there's a lot of DC versus Marvel things. And a lot of people like 
I know a lot of DC stuff personally. I think most of the people I know know a lot more about DC just because when we grew up, that's when you had Batman and Superman. That's when yeah. that, that's when that was really popular. So now, ever since like Marvel movies, Marvel's definitely gaining more of those fans. Like the younger generation are going more Marvel than DC. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I couldn't tell you most of Marvel stuff, but I could tell you a lot of stuff in DC's past, and I don't I don't think that's anything bad because especially with comics it's so wide that's why they call it a universe yeah exactly like there's so much exactly like being into a music scene i think is different than being into comics yeah i believe that but i think when it becomes so yeah like you know us being able to literally have like a four-hour conversation about batman and back issues and whatnot is you know Someone who's more of like an Iron Man, Captain America fan, but and has read almost every issue of that, they yeah. can't really do that. But you know, we'd we'd gladly say, oh yeah, you know, we we acknowledge that there is a level of passion and nerddom and fandom yeah. when it comes to that. It's just what we chose to be that to put our fandom into. It's still in the same universe, but that universe has so many layers and offshoots. Yeah, that I think that it becomes more acceptable there. I think where the biggest problem is now with all that is the movies and everyone coming in and only really knowing stuff from the movies. Oh, yeah. I totally... I Yeah, I get that a lot. And it's just like... Because you can tell the difference between somebody who's really into the fandom and somebody who's surface level are just like, oh, yeah, I love the movies. Like, I like Iron Man. That movie was great. Because it's like, you'll also... There's certain things, like people who know... I mean, just as far as even merchandising goes, like T-Fury, people who get their shirts from like websites like that. And it's just like, versus the people who will go to Target and get like that faded out Iron Man shirt. And it's just like, I like oh, Iron yeah, Man. Oh yeah, the one it's that like, comes in a box. Or you whatever. like the movie. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. Um, I would definitely say when it comes to like the movies and stuff, there are people, you know, like my parents, they watch pretty much all, they watch most of the uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. But they're also older and mature enough to be like yeah i just these movies are fun whatever like it's not yeah, that big it's a movie for them like, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but i mean there are definitely are people where it's like oh i can tell you everything about the marvel cinematic universe can you say anything about the sources that it comes from yeah uh like it's the people i would say it's the people especially when it comes to comic books it's the people who know all the stuff about the movies but don't know anything about the source is where you get into trouble yeah and that's where like the kind of fake fandom to like you know hardcore you know comic-con people and like not people who just camp out for panels all day but the people that like enjoying walking the floor more yeah um that like because there's plenty of people they're like yeah man i love those movies I always make sure to go see them but like they're just like yeah i love the movies i don't read the comic books i don't feel i need to but because i just enjoy movies yeah i got no problem with those people because they're not trying to be a super hardcore fan. I also don't have a problem with people that are like, I love the movies, but take the extra step to actually start reading the comics. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, those, those it, people are great. Everyone has a gateway. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of the music I've started listening to now is because I was like, hey, we like like three of the same bands, and you're like, threw a bunch at me, and it just started leading me down roads. Yeah, I mean, I remember there's this guy that I watched on YouTube who, like, is super nerd now, but before he said the only reason he had gone to comic-con was because he wanted to see a breaking bad panel but while he was there was like this is amazing and started getting into like so much other stuff that's awesome see that's the thing you have to be open yeah i wouldn't call anyone fake who's open 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Completely. I, I think the line has to be drawn at, are you willing to go deeper? Are you willing to explore the offshoots and understand where the stuff comes from? Like, I bet that guy didn't really know that, um, shoot, why am I spacing on the creator of Breaking Bad's name? I am oh, too. God, I can't. We, this? Oh, we just, I've seen every episode. Yeah, so have I. Well, I can't Vince Gilliam. Yeah, there you go. Like, I wonder if that guy knew beforehand his work on the X-Files. Yeah. You know? Stuff I think like, he did, actually. But that, like, that, you know, that makes him a fan. But that guy was probably him. more of a TV nerd. Yeah, exactly. You know, he was a film and TV nerd and then realized, oh, there's a whole other world that's similar that I can get into. He just hadn't been exposed to it yet. Yeah. It's the people that have been exposed and choose not to accept it. Yeah, I was exposed to, like all that at a very early age because one of my best friends growing up his dad was is a cartoonist so like you know his house was decked out in like fantastic four and like batman and all this stuff and it was just like this is cool like as a kid i loved it so then uh getting into it like he started taking me to the comic con every year and i was just like this is great so like i was fortunate fortunate enough to be exposed to it at a very early age yeah and so I was just like, this is great. I got into it. So, and I think because of that, as a kid, you are more open to that stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't really have an opinion on anything. Mm-hmm. It's when you're older that you kind of form your opinions and you might not be as willing to accept stuff because, you know, you go through high school, there's judgment <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, yeah. there's people who are like, oh, you're into that? That's not cool. And it's just like, come on, man. It's like... I like that a lot of things like comics are just as accepted nowadays as sports. Well, yeah, I mean, with all the movies, because even, even the jocks are like, oh, dude, that Iron Man was dope. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, so it's kind of become things, I think, especially because of the internet, things have become really niche. Yeah. So just like, it's not like, oh, I have four channels and this is what's on, so this is what you should like. Oh, you like this thing that's not all that's not on TV and not really talked about. You're weird. Now it's like, oh... Anything, everywhere, all the time. Yeah. So now it's, I think, it's not so much that, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much just, like, yeah, every anyone can get anything. So it's, like, oh, people, you know, who read, uh, you know, who love sports, all this, you know, love sports, they start getting into, uh, you know, kind of this other stuff. And especially when you start explaining to people who love, like, fantasy football and stuff, like, you are a super nerd. Exactly. And it's funny because it's the same thing, but like any most people are like too thick headed to admit it. But it's sports. Yeah, but it's sports. So the fuck what, man? You still have like <laughs> just as much like sports shit as I do comic stuff. Like it's the same thing. It's a fandom. Like it's something you're into. Yeah. There's I think the there's been a realization that oh you can be nerdy about anything. Being a nerd doesn't just mean you wear glasses and you exactly. Like, read comic I books mean, in a like corner. for instance, you're wearing a San Francisco Giants beanie right now, yeah. and look at your walls. There's yeah. it's like covered in comic stuff. So yeah. it's like you can be into both. Yeah, and then I have a whole music wall, and then I even have a San Francisco Giants wall in the entryway. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I mean. I've I've always kind of been into a bunch of different stuff, so it, yeah, for me it was never good. it was never like oh like I rejected this one thing. I was always interested in everything. Yeah, like my best friends like played sports growing up. I found I found more love for sports in like high school, mm-hmm. but like I always always loved movies. Ever you know I've wanted to work in the film industry since I was ten. 
Yeah, so have I. Yeah, so I mean that was that's always been there, and just being you know uh, into movies and all that stuff, you're going to be kind of more on the nerdier side. Yeah. Um. So, and then I had my best friend's dad, who was who's been a comic collector all his life, and plays like tabletop games and different stuff like that. So yeah. I had my best friend's dad would you know. I'd sit with him sometimes. I'd like go over and hang out with my friend, and then I'd just see his dad like doing some stuff with his long boxes, and he'd just start explaining to me like <laughs> origins of people, and like, oh yeah, this person shows up in this. And I'd just sit there for like two hours just listening to him. So I was like, you, I got exposed early to a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, the one thing I was never exposed to really was sports. Like, yeah, I, I was never really. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe when I was like ten. I could probably tell you the Lakers <laughs> dream team. Like that was cool. Like basketball was really well, cool. Well, yeah, because you lived in LA at the time. And yeah. That's all and it's like, you know, about. they had like the championships back to back and yeah. they had Kobe and Shaq. And that was like, that was that, that whole deal. Yeah. But after that, that like that era of basketball was just a phase for me. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't mind playing basketball. It's fun, but I don't really follow it at all. Yeah. Like when the championships come up, I'm just like, Oh, I know the two teams that are like, fighting for it yeah but that's that's it that's me in basketball too like i used to watch it a lot when i was younger and then i just pretty much only follow during the playoffs now yeah and it's like same with me in like football i i don't know like i know rules of football that's about it and <laughs> i'll watch evil <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'll, I'll well actually mostly from uh playing a lot of like madden <laughs> oh, <laughs> with nice. my friends nice <laughs> but uh but you know I, I'd like to go to maybe a Rams game now that we have that because yeah. I've never been to a professional football game and awesome. it seems like it'd be fun. Yeah. But I'm not going to go out of my way to like look up stats and things like that yeah. and players. But that's the thing. You're also not trying to be like that. Yeah, exactly. Which you oftentimes do run into. Like yeah. I can't tell you how many people go to Comic-Con and Doctor Who stuff all day <laughs> but couldn't tell you jack all about most of the other stuff there yeah except for maybe the walking dead and game of thrones (laughs) you know and it's just like it 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 sucks i think the reason we get mad about it the reason people especially like nerd culture now with the internet where you can be anonymous and just rip into people Mm -hmm. nerds have become bullies about all that type of stuff (laughs) yeah yeah it's bad stop it nerds uh um but it's, I mean, it's like you have this passion. It was like we were saying earlier when it's like, oh, when I say something wrong about a band or like I'm, you know, just discovering this band and you're like, yeah. nope, well, it's like this. It's like, oh, okay, cool. It's this idea that I am so passionate and I know all this stuff and I've devoted so much time for you to belittle it. It hurts. Yeah. You know, we take things personally that way because we have put so much of our life and our time into there that it sucks when someone comes in and tries to act the same or tries to say they know the same stuff when they they haven't devoted that much time. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And it's like, it's tough because it's like, like you said, it hurts. So it's with that mindset, it's really hard to think I can teach you as opposed to you're wrong. And it's like right away you want to jump and be like, no, fuck you. You don't know anything. And it's like, that's really not how it should be, but it's like, it's just a natural reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which, which is definitely something we've all had to 
try to teach ourselves recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we're doing a very good job as a society and whole. No, <laughs> we're not. No, we are not. Um, yeah, like even like I've been getting into the UFC a lot more recently. Yeah. My buddy's been kind of showing me all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I pretty much only watch the pay-per-views right now. He's like, oh, dude, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. I've luckily found like a couple people that are like, oh, you don't know that much? That's cool, man. Just come along with us and you'll learn along the way. Yeah, it's like because they they have that mindset to teach. And they're just like, they're probably more excited to like show somebody else what they're into they're yeah. like, you don't know anything let me show you that's exactly what i do all the time yeah. to you specifically <laughs> <laughs> yeah you definitely do <laughs> like i'm gonna make you listen to the whole stranger things final after this oh really i actually have both volumes the second volume I just came in today it's fucking great um, we'll talk about that later okay <laughs> good show don't think it's amazing i thought it was good i'd give it a solid b plus I'll accept that. All right. A gentleman's handshake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That, that Again, listen to last week's episode to find out more about that. <laughs> uh, we did a whole episode on how everything's the best or the worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And just evolved into us talking about music for like 45 <laughs> minutes. Um shoot where was i going (laughs) yeah where were you going willing to teach oh yeah um i think that's the biggest thing is you gotta people have to learn like and i think it also comes on a part like the fake fandom um you know whether you see someone not learning stuff at shows you know only caring about that first band or like the main headliner or someone only coming in and be like yeah i know everything about the marvel movies but do you know anything about the comics well no and like I think that someone for us to we can't just we get mad at them for wanting to be a fan. Something has something has emotionally touched them, and something they really feel they connect to. And like, mm-hmm. at some point, you can tell. Like a lot of times, you can tell, especially like online, people are just saying stuff just to seem cool. But then there are actually people you can genuinely see. Like, oh no, I really like this stuff, but. They just haven't been exposed. So Yeah, no one's really like opened them up to that world. Yeah, so we we as fans also can't go in there and be like, Ugh, you haven't just gone out for yourself and done like the hours and hours and days of research that and reading that we've all done in our lives. Be like, Okay, here. Here's like a you know what, here's a run of like say someone's only seen all the Batman movies, like all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, this is great and stuff like you know, I love Batman and they're wearing Batman t-shirts and stuff. It's like, do you read any of the comics? No. I'd be like, all right, here you go. Here's my copy of Hush. Go read that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> start them off with something good. And it's just like that you can be their gateway. Yeah. As opposed to just getting mad at them. Exactly. But it's the people that you can tell that there is no gateway. They don't want, they, you open it to them. They're like, yeah, they just don't want to be exposed to anything more than what they already know. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where Comic-Con is becoming a drag for me. Yeah, and you know, I hate to say it, but I think it's the Twilight movies that really like did that. Because once Twilight came out and like people knew about the panels for Twilight, Hall H had like such a long line. I mean, the line was already long, but that's when people actually started camping out. Was Twilight? Yeah, it was when Twilight like happened. The last few know though. Really? Yeah, I walked. I walked into a Twilight panel because I was waiting for the Disney panel. <laughs> it was the year Wreck It Ralph was coming out. 
Oh, oh yeah. So cool. it was right. They had a panel of Wreck It Ralph, Oz the Great and Powerful, and Frankenweenie. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I got to see John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, uh, Mila Kunis, Sam Raimi, Tim Burton. That's that's rad. Yeah. So whatever you think about those movies, Oz and Great and Powerful didn't even see it. I was just there to watch Sam Raimi talk about going through long boxes in the back of the con. <laughs> <laughs> like someone asked him, he's like, what's your favorite part about the con? He's like, dude, I've been looking for this issue of the ghost for a long time. And I was finally able to find it in long boxes back there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's always cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. And even like Mila Kunis was like, she's like, there's so many things. I read my first comic book today. This is awesome. Like. Yeah, it, that's even like that's funnier to me. Like, there's celebrities that sometimes because they're celebrities, their first time at well, at Comic Con will be because they're in a movie that will be showcased there. Yeah, and it's just like even even the celebrities are just like, oh, like I want to learn. Or, no, I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't blame celebrities. Uh, they're just taking roles and yeah, they're doing really stuff. Is. You know, like Harrison Ford does not care. <laughs> he does not care he's probably never read a star wars book a star wars comic book like any ever probably watched not. any of the doc like thousands of documentaries people have made about it hates blade runner <laughs> still doing it yeah i know that's amazing <laughs> um i mean certain people like that you can't give too much crap to it's like they're an actor that's what they do yeah but then you got the opposite end of the spectrum like hugh jackman gets the role as wolverine and literally does a headfirst dive into Wolverine. He is like, he's read almost, I think he's pretty much read like every issue of Wolverine, anything Wolverine's been in. Like he's been pushing for years to get old man Logan made. I'm really glad that it's finally being made. Yeah, I think, Although I'm still wondering how it's going to be done. Oh, it's not going to be the same at oh, all. Not at all. There's too you many characters that they can't use. use. Cause if you can make old man Logan, like it really is, I think most audiences would be like, Oh, what? Yeah. No, this is not okay. Probably like take kick ass, make it even worse. Yeah. And kill off even Especially more with characters you actually know and like. Yeah, exactly. Take a <laughs> bunch of characters, you know, and respect, turn them into God awful people as Mark Millar only can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just have it incredibly gory. And that's old man Logan. Still yeah. one of the best it, one of the best things I've ever read. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Even the end, I was like, oh, they're done. Nope, he has to go kill a whole gang of inbred hulks. <laughs> yep. And then gets eaten. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, the Comic-Con culture, I think, kind of really started this. And I don't know, maybe it was Twilight. I definitely think Marvel's the new camp out thing. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars one, I understood. Well, yeah, it's Star First Wars. First time back in like thirty years. It's like yeah, right. and they only did D twenty three before. Yeah, that too. So, so it's like, of course, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and they do Star Wars celebration in like a different country every year. Yeah, so it's it's definitely that one I understood, but like all the people that camp out for all the Marvel movies. Excuse me. I don't know. Maybe it's just because we work in Hollywood that we don't care. Yeah, maybe. Because I've definitely noticed that, like, walking on set and, like, seeing people, it's like, oh, hey, that's cool. Like, I get more excited to see people, like, in costume than I would actually to see them on the street because it's like, I want to see them, like, doing their craft. Yeah, I definitely would. And it's funny because it's like, I can't see myself being, like, unless it's, like, an actor I really, really like, I can't see myself wanting to wait in that Hall H line. It's, like, not worth it to me. I'd rather just go 
not seeing previews and just like waiting for the movie to come out. Yeah. So like I have a pure opinion on it. Yeah. Like I had friends a couple of years ago. They're like, dude, we can get you into Hall H right now and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, I'm fine. And then he texted me after. He's like, dude, the Batman vs. Superman trailer was amazing. I was like, I know. I just watched it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing happens. Yeah. I mean, there's no, nothing's really exclusive anymore. And honestly, they put up all the panels online. And I, I mean, I understand for certain people, maybe seeing celebrities in real life is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I think LA's probably jaded us just because we are around them all the time. They're also true. Yeah. They're just normal people to us. Yeah, it, it actually, it is kind of funny because like I recently went over like celebrity sighting stories with people, and I'm just like, man, I have seen more than I thought I have. Yeah, it's just like we're around it. Yeah, like I just saw Denzel Washington on the lot one day, like just hanging out and talking <laughs> to people, drinking coffee. I'm like, all right. I mean, the coolest one for me right now they're shooting Transformers Four on the lot, mm-hmm. so one of our editors like met Mark Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. But they were doing reshoots for Suicide Squad right outside our building. That's so I cool. saw Margot Robbie in full Harley Quinn costume walking around. That's cool. Yeah. So a, I remember when I was working at Disney, I was really mad because I was off this day. But it was when I think they're having some sort of like press thing for uh, Avengers, okay. Age of Ultron, and ah. uh, Jeremy Renner, and uh, what's his face, uh, Captain America, Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. They were. They were walking around in full costume. Oh, that's cool. See, yeah, when they do stuff like that, when it's something more special, like I get it, like seeing everyone on stage for an Avenger panel, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But at the same time, I can just go online and watch it. And also, I just just feel like spending all that time and money just to see someone for an hour and they're not even going to see your face. It's not like you're not getting a picture with them. You're not doing any of that stuff. That it's like it's not worth it. It's like you get to see something that's going to be online later, anyways. Yeah, I mean, at Comic Con, one of the panels that I really think is like totally worth going to and like waiting in line for are usually the voice actor ones. Oh yes, those are so awesome because it's like one they'll introduce like what voices they do and they'll give you like a little bit. Yeah, but then they'll be given a script to read off uh-huh. of and they just do a bunch of different voices and it's like so awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, the smaller the panel, the better. Yeah. Uh, usually because A, it's more intimate and they like to goof around. Like when you get certain people that aren't like A-list Holly, like I find myself freaking out more for like B and C-list people. Yeah. And like voice actors especially yeah, like than I would for any A-list actor. Because it's like, yeah, they're there on doing press and whatnot. But when you got a John DiMaggio, Billy West panel, you know you're going to have the time of your life. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, they'll take, and those are the type of guys that will take the time like, hey, you know what? Can't do it here. Everyone line up outside. We'll get a couple security guards and we'll take pictures with everyone. And, you know, and like if you ask him anything, they'll like do anything for you. And like, yeah, I mean, it's like the lesser known. I think they're more appreciative of their oh, fans. definitely. And they'll be like, hey, like, you know who I am, even though you've never seen my face. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I And I think that's where it kind of like into the nerd culture and like, oh, you know, when you try to call out fake fans through that type of stuff, like, oh, you're a fan of the stuff. Well, do you know who voices them? Do you know who does this for it? And like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you can be a fan, but if you really want to be like, oh, I've seen every episode, you should know backstory. You should you should do some research yeah. to what goes on behind the show. Exactly. Like knowing Breaking Bad shot almost everything on film. Mm-hmm. Like that's super cool. It's like yeah, something you might just like know yeah. offhand just because you're a super fan of the show. Yeah, exactly. Watching any interview with you know Vince Gilliam or like 
anyone like that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, thinking about it, like fake fans, I think would probably be the people that aren't willing to learn that just like the surface level and are just like, that's it. And yeah. couldn't tell you more than just the name of whatever they're into. I guess at the end of the day, too, if you feel like maybe you're falling into that fake fan court category, if you tell people right off the bat, oh, I don't know that much, I but I still want to learn, mm-hmm. it definitely opens them up immediately, too. Like, <clears throat> anytime, you know, we're at shows with someone, we're like, oh, you know, and like, they don't know one of the bands, but we know everyone. We're like, oh, dude, you guys are going to love this. Pe- if you love this guy, and then... I mean, how many different people have we gotten into different bands just because they've gone into a show with us and only liked one of the bands, and now they're like going to shows all the time? Yeah, yeah. So getting into more bands than you, telling you about bands. Yeah, happens. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely happened for me at one point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's great. So I guess I guess the whole thing about fake fans and all this stuff—if everyone's open, this wouldn't be a problem. But yeah. it's everyone just thinking they're too cool for school and everyone thinking they whatever they're doing is the right way. I think on both sides. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, definitely. That's why I'm saying everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, it just it just makes... When you put a lot of time into something, don't be mad that someone else hasn't put that much time into it. Yeah. That's what you've chosen your life to do. Not everyone is you. If everyone is you, this world would suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's honestly what it just boils down to. Yeah. So, well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad I was finally able to. Yeah, anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm good. All right, not even your band? Um, actually, maybe, because I think, uh, I think we're going to start writing new music. Oh, nice. So, Goliath, band, not the ride, <laughs> is actually going to... Uh, Goliath Wooding Roller Coaster, the band. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're uh You guys should have a song called Wooden Roller Coaster. Wooden Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah, we're uh we're finally gonna start writing some new music, hopefully. So nice. that'll be up. Yeah, check out his band if you guys like metal. And uh watch Master Chef and Master Chef Junior to uh keep him employed. Keep me employed and just, you know, watch my name go through the credits really fast. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I think my name only gets on the credits of my show once a week. Yeah, mine blinks for like a second and then yeah. it's gone. Yeah, on a daily show, they only uh, do it one, like, they do long credits once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but honestly, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. No, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I know I work there. I know. Now that my name's in credits, I'm just like, eh, eh, Like, my mom, like, the first time it happened, she, like, DVR'd it and, like, paused, uh, paused it and, like, took a picture and, like, sent it to a group chat in my family. And they're like, look, Matt's name's on there. I'm like... <laughs> I understand. Like, I gotta stop being so cynical about being in the film industry. Yeah, I know. Like, you get you become jaded at a certain point, but it's like, well, when uh, it becomes the norm for you, it's not as big of a deal anymore. But yeah, you, that's true. You also gotta, yeah, realize. You gotta remember what you were like at the beginning. Like, uh, yeah. not everybody gets to be here. I remember but. the first time I stepped on a lot, and I was like, I'm working here now. This is amazing. Yeah. Now I just go to Paramount every day, and I'm like, oh, just another job. <laughs> but it's like. Oh, no, they're literally shooting million, you know, some of the biggest movies on Earth right outside my building. And we're exactly. Sh- I'm on one of the biggest shows on television, like <laughs> on daytime TV. Like you got to got to keep yourself humble sometimes. Exactly. So, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Brandon for coming on. Real good dude. Enjoy hanging out with him. Enjoy chatting with him. I guess if you guys, you know, if you have questions about 
fandom or you feel the same way let me know i love to chat about other people's fandoms and kind of how they approach things or whether you're a new fan and if you have an experience of coming into a scene or something like that and how you got through it and whatnot and what your experiences are i'd love to hear it and speaking of which how you can find me to let me know you can follow us on twitter at btjmopod facebook at facebook.com slash btjmopod and email but that's just my opinion pod at gmail.com and the song this week uh i've been enjoying the new childish gambino record so i'm gonna play one of my favorite tracks off that it's called riot from his new album awaken my love if you're a normal childish gambino fan this is not similar really to what he's been doing he's not really rapping at all on this album i think there's maybe one song where he one or two songs where he kind of raps but it's a very musical very musical album for him and i really enjoy it like the lyrics are secondary to what's going on in the instrumentation and i've been really digging it so you guys are going to hear riot from that album and i hope you guys enjoy it have a great weekend everyone we'll see you next week and whether you agree or not that's just my opinion